News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, more than 7,000 births were registered outside marriage or civil partnership in the country, which accounts for 43.6% of all births in the first quarter of the year. That's according to the latest CSO stats. And it got us thinking, we have changed our relationship with marriage. And is marriage now seen here as something unnecessary, outdated, old hat, that kind of thing? Uh, To discuss this, we're joined now by Wendy Grace, broadcaster and columnist. Wendy, has marriage fallen out of fashion or is it just not very useful? I think that for probably a lot of those people who've had babies outside of marriage and, and certainly in my own experience with friends and family and that, that many of them plan to marry or want to get married, but they've just put it on the long finger or delayed it for lots of different reasons. A lot of the time, I think it's actually financial. And therefore, I think it's up to the government to try and promote and support marriage and for kind of the culture and society to say not, you know what, marriage is good. It's good for you because people who are married live longer, happier lives in general. It's good for society in general. And it's good for children because people who are in happy married relationships with children tend to do better. So why are we not having a conversation about, look, it's a good thing um, and be encouraging people to do it. So you think Um, we should incentivize it, do, do you? In some, in some yeah, way. I mean, there's a, there's a reason, I suppose, here across many societies throughout the world that marriage is given special status because of those things I've mentioned, because, um, you know, people are less likely to separate if they're married compared to when they're cohabitating. They have significantly higher levels of happiness when they're married compared to cohabitating. And, and even things like um, they're less likely to cheat when they're married versus living together. Um, and they're more financially stable. The list kind of goes on and on. So that's why you know, throughout the world, societies have said this is a, a special status for okay. a reason. And I, and I see what you're saying. And I, I think you're right on, on the stats that, that marriage does bear. And I think you're probably also right on the fact that one of the reasons people don't get married is is, is financial. It, it, it's expensive to get married and people sometimes prioritise other things like getting a house, particularly at the moment, or maybe having, having a baby or what have you. But... Is it not the case that one of the reasons they don't incentivise marriage and one of the reasons that they don't, um, I suppose, uh, talk about marriage in in, in sort of uh, as a special entity is because they don't want to discriminate about the fact that, according to these stats, almost half of children now are born outside marriage and they don't want to have what did exist once in Irish, I suppose, society, a stigma or a shame around not being married and having a family? Well, I suppose it's encouraging those people who have children to get married and say, look, this is a good thing, you know, because it's good for you and it's good for your family. And it's not okay. It's almost, you know, just putting the positives out there. But it's interesting to see countries, for example, Hungary came up with this seven point family plan where basically they said we're going to mostly financially incentivize you to get married and to stay married and to support you when you have children. So, for example, if you get married in Hungary, you're given a €30,000 interest-free loan to help you, I suppose, start on your life together. And what's happened is the divorce rate has lowered and the marriage rate has increased. But I think it's more than just about saying, you know, here's financial incentives. I actually think it's about saying, let's provide all sorts of support, practical supports, whether it's, you know, I did a parenting course, for example. I did a marriage prep course that was like six or seven weeks of my own accord. But I think those things are things that we should actually be offering to people in general because you know what we're not making marriage attractive enough but if we're going to encourage people to get married we have to say we're going to help you do it because it's great but it's also not easy so I think it's no marriage is most certainly not easy but but I I do I I think when you were saying if we're going to encourage people to get married I I think that's 
the mistake that you're making and that I don't think we are going to encourage people to get married because I think nowadays we live in a, in, a, in a time when to do that would be seen to be discriminatory or pejorative or, or stigmatising those who aren't married in some way. I, I suspect that would is the biggest stumbling block to anyone promoting marriage as such. Yeah, but isn't that the problem in, in, an, in an effort to try and be politically correct? We're stopping talking about something that, as I said, people have better relationships, more safe relationships. They're happier. They're better sex lives. They're less likely to cheat. And most importantly, their children tend to do better. So what, in an effort to try to not to upset or offend somebody, we're going to not talk about all these positive things. Um, and I think that's where sometimes our, you know, our efforts should just not so focus on individual autonomy can actually do us all an injustice on the whole. And I suppose when you look at countries that have done things, as I mentioned, where they give incentives, people who, I guess it's also about here, people who want to get married, that if there's barriers in their way, as yeah, you mentioned, I, I, you know, like financial ones, yeah. we remove them. And, and I'm that's still, where I'm still that, stuck on the better are, sex lives. I've never heard that before. I've never, I've never heard anyone married say that before and I've never heard anyone else say that before <laughs> at all. Maybe, we're Maybe not you know something that, that I don't know. Uh, well, I was looking at a study of 17 developed nations that was looking at l- all of these different levels from just health, happiness, sex life, intimacy. One of the things they found that married couples, infidelity is tw- around 20% in married couples versus 75, 70% versus cohabiting couples. I guess there is something about that, the level, the extra level of commitment that stepping into marriage takes and it does something to us psychologically, emotionally, as well as all the other things that I've mentioned. Um, and why not Why not just talk about the positives? And it's not in a way that's judgmental of other types of relationships. It's just saying, you know what, this is a good thing. And if this is something that um, you want to do, well, then we as a society, as a culture, and from a governmental policy perspective, should promote it, support. It, it appears to only be moving in one direction. I think back when I had my eldest, I think it was something like 20% of kids were born outside marriage. And then I think it, it hit, you know, 30%. And now we're up at 43%. Do you think, I mean, I, I know you're expounding the virtues there of marriage and, and kind of waxing lyrical about all the benefits that people accrue and society accrues from it. Do you think it's any, there's any remote possibility that we would see, a, 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 I suppose, a promotion of marriage here? Well, that would, that would be great, wouldn't it? Because when, when we talk about all the positives, but I do think out of those numbers, and if anybody listening at the moment, they might themselves in that situation, or you know others, certainly most people I know that, you know, have had a, a baby recently that might be married, they're planning to get married, or I've got the same date. And there's also a lot of people that have put off their wedding because of the pandemic, you know, yeah, where true. they've been waiting for years and years, but that the goal is that that's what they want Look, to do. You are you know? making very interesting points and thank you very much for making them and coming on and speaking to us. That is Wendy Grace, their broadcaster and columnist. Let us know what you think. I suspect lots of people would like a, a 30 grand interest free loan if they were to get married. Um, but what do you think about the idea of promoting marriage in general? Have we become, have we turned our backs on it, even though lots of people who are married would, would say that it is, the, you know, something very good and that's the best thing they ever did and all that kind of stuff. But let us know. What do you think? Should we be promoting marriage? And are, are we missing a trick here? 53106 at a cost of 30 cents or tweet us this morning at NT Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.